Join the big show Friday from 3 to 6 at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake City. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. Question of the day. BYU and Boise State have signed a 10-year contract to extend their football series. It's going to run through 2034. What will you be doing when they play the last game in 2034? 15 years from now. What's on tap? What do you got? Aaron says, I'll be 54 years old. My youngest will have just graduated from high school. I may be a grandpa. I can share stories of my grandkids about Utah's two football national championships. Ha <laughs> ha! Over the past 15 years. Oh, good luck on that one. <laughs> yeah, really. But he threw in a ha ha. That was good. Brett says, I'll be 59. Hopefully having fun with grandkids or embracing the sweet, sweet kiss of death. <laughs> Is it sweet? I want to fire up the satellite on the yacht. Nice. Look at you. Yeah. It'll be later in the day. What's the yacht's name? The SS Sun Devil? No. I'm not I was that. like SSPK. I'm not that loyal. SS Kinahan. I'll do what the... The Jersey Shore? Tony Soprano had his... Uh, I got it. Has, has his name, Stu Gatz. I got yours. <laughs> SS Irregardless. <laughs> uh, SS, I'll call you. Don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever down in San Diego, when we were down there for the Holiday Bowl, where we were staying was uh, pretty close... Uh, to the baseball stadium and just wandered over to the water there and it turns out it's not far from where some massive yacht stock my gosh those things were enormous they looked like some of them were four five six stories tall and they had all kinds of antennas on the top i don't know what kind of radar satellite tv cell phones holy cow whatever it was it had a lot of electronic gear up on top i don't know how many millions they dropped on those yachts but if you're ever down there and just have time to walk around, you just go walking along the water, and there they are. There'll be plenty of people who are ever down there. They're down there a lot. Uh, I will be down in the Caribbean. The Caribbean is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Thought you might go to Maui. You're right. Well, Maui's not in the Caribbean. No, but that time of year I'll be in the Caribbean. Okay. I got it all planned. Well, you got the Caribbean over Maui. Better water. Oh, really? Yeah. Warmer, clearer, both. Awesomer. <laughs> Awesomer. <laughs> yeah. I like that water better. There's some islands I need to see. Who's on your list? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Martinique! <laughs> And my father-in-law used to go down there like every six weeks. And so he would uh, tell us about it. And so we vowed, and particularly Martinique, St. Martin, he loved those places. And I haven't been to them. I once took a jet ski around St. Thomas. That was a ton of fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed doing that. So I got to do that again. Real soon. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing next summer? <laughs> Who needs to wait for summer? My wife has this big spiel about wanting to do the, the Greek islands. Yeah, those are supposed to be awesome. Yeah. 
Talk to Kirk Cragthorpe about him next time you're killing time before a uh, Utah practice. Yeah, I could talk to her. She's researched it a thousand times over. So uh, if she has her mind set to it, I've all learned basically to get out of the way. <laughs> Just roll with that. All right. Greek yeah. Islands it is. Right. Because I've never really been anywhere. I've been the, through the Caribbean. And the, the one time I did the... Uh, BYU had a basketball tournament. Or you, two. Yeah. And Utah's had them. And Utah. Utah went to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. and the Cougars went to St. Thomas. So it was on the St. Thomas trip for BYU. And the great thing about it was that they played the games at night. You go to Maui, they play them in the day. Time zones work in your favor. Yeah. So in you, the Caribbean. Had, you had all day to kill. And the Cougars didn't play on Sunday. So that meant I had the entire day. All right. Yeah. So uh, because they gave, they gave each team a bye, and obviously BYU's bye was the Sunday. And that was a lot of fun. So, but I've never had this burning desire to go anywhere because it wasn't on my mind. It was my parents had no money. We weren't going to go anywhere. We weren't. They, they've never been out of the United States, so it wasn't a concept. Her father, who worked for the airlines, and he had the travel bug, and he's from Switzerland to begin with, so he's been to all those places. So she has that big time. She's a wanderluster wanting to go to this place, to that place, wherever. Let's go here. Let's go there. And I don't. I didn't grow up that way. But I also said, if it's something you need to do, then just tell me when we're going. I think you'll like the Greek islands. The water's. I, I would the, imagine the water's warm. The water's clear. There'll be a lot of stuff in the Caribbean. Well, you're not going to pick some dream place and it's going <laughs> to suck. <laughs> you're you're going to like it. They filmed enough. Uh, they filmed enough movies out there. You know, it's pretty awesome. They go there because it looks so awesome. All right, 15 years. What are you going to be doing? Matt says, real close to taking a dirt nap, I'm sure. What's that? Dirt nap? Dying. They don't know that. Scott says, I don't know what I'll be doing, but I will not be watching two irrelevant football teams. (laughs) (laughs) Youth fan. (laughs) What makes you think you're going to be relevant in 2034? What do you mean? Relevant to what? What is relevant? Yeah, it's it, funny because you know Alabama and Clemson are on top of the world, and there yeah, are people who can't relevant. be bothered. But there are people who can't be bothered to turn the TV on for them. So you know you're relevant to who you're relevant to. So I'm relevant to the locals, and I'm relevant to the conference. And I'll even throw in secondarily the Mountain West and the Big Sky. So local first, regional next. And I don't know that it'll ever change. But I think that's basically how sports is. I mean, the NFL is the biggest thing we got going. And they regionalize their games. And they do it for a reason. They'll show you the best. They'll put New England and Pittsburgh on Sunday Night Football. But, man, they regionalize away a lot of those games because they know nobody cares. Nationally. I mean, locally they do. NFL, I don't have any problem with any of that stuff, though. NFL is NFL. I can watch NFL. Just give me a compelling game. Like Pittsburgh and New England, I turned it off. Because New England blew them out. Yeah. But you turned it on because it was New England and Pittsburgh. Well, it was Sunday night, first night, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So, yeah, but I lost interest. Whereas uh, with my NFL ticket, I'm glued to Detroit and Arizona. Yeah, but it's regional, too. But it didn't matter. Kyler Murray's story. It was a great game. Heisman Trophy winner, number one. They had a phenomenal comeback. Rookie coach, rookie quarterback. Yeah. I turned on uh, Fresno in Minnesota. 
Saturday night because it was really good game. But again, Fresno's regional. I mean, would you turn on two random ACC teams? If there was nothing else, yes. Yeah, I don't think I could sit down and watch NC State and Georgia Tech. No, I'm not, I'm not watching it start to finish. Because when Fresno was playing Minnesota, there was also four of the games on. But, I mean, I'm flicking over. I'm paying attention right. to it. I'm following it on my phone to see and flick over and see, oh, man, this this is getting real close here. And, and yeah, and Fresno's a little bit of a, a local team, and the teams are going to play them. And, obviously, SC just played them, so I want some comparison. So anything I can pick up that I could use for work, I'll do. But I, I when I'm whatever age, I'm pretty sure – I'm still going to be tuning in to Pac-12 football. Andrew says, in 2034, I will still be complaining about that ugly blue turf. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, I don't have any problem with that. Kyle says, I'll be watching Boise State crush BYU's dreams. <laughs> well, Cougars got to get a handle on this, man. They're 2-7 and seven against these guys. That's not good. That is not good at all. And you can, you know, you can write off those uh, two games they lost back in the Croton era, but 2-5 and five isn't very good. It's a 12-game series. And then they've signed a 10 on top of that, and you're 7 into it, and you're 2 and 5. Right. They've owned you. That's got to change, man. That's got to change immediately. That's got to change this year. You got them in the Prove, don't you? In the what? In the Prove. In the Prove. Right. You just made that up. You've got them in the Prove. Yuck, you grew up down there. Oh, Yuck's on the phone. You, you, right? The game's in the Prove because last year it was up on the blue. Now it's in the Prove. You've got to get them. Prove it in the Prove. That's my motto for this year. Prove it in a prove. <laughs> what? Just uh, stuff people write on our Facebook page. I just refreshed and people are funny and gross. Funny pretty and des- gross? Pretty descriptive detail about Dallas and what he might be doing. Just going to the bathroom. Yeah. Dallas who? Dallas Ray Kitchens. Oh. Posting on Facebook. It's my motto this year. Prove it in the Prove. Prove it in the Prove. Yeah. Win some more home games. Right. They've sucked at home. They've had a lot of issues at home. There have been tons of issues. And they got chances because they got Utah. They got USC. They got Washington coming in. And then, as you point out, in October, they've got uh, Boise State, too. That's, so, those are big games. Best home are, schedule they've had since they've yep. been independent by far. Yeah, Li- no one's arguing that. Liberty and Idaho State, yeah, better not mess those up. Oh, they won't. Those are two at the end. Oh, they'll, they'll be snooze. New cities. They go. There. They go to Logan, so they don't get Utah State at home this year. Well, you got to win that game too. We'll lost, lost two in a row to those guys, and three out of five. You don't need it to be three in a row and four out of six. No, because then yeah. you're not even batting five hundred against them. Nope. I mean, this is the year they prove it in the pro, and they prove it in the log. <laughs> they what? Prove it in the pro. Okay, now you got to do it for the Utes. For what? Well, one syllable. Prove it in the pro. Prove it in the log. Well, what do they have oh, to you prove? mean BYU has to prove it in Logan as opposed to Utah State has to prove it Correct. in Logan. Oh, okay. That's why I was thinking, okay, then what does Utah have to prove it in the rice? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't, that doesn't sound as good. Oh, no. Smooth sailing in the south. Well, they, they, may, they may bring that ship into port, but smooth sailing looks like it smooth went up. Smooth sailing in the south. Every morning I get up, when I think of the Utes, I think of the three S's. Smooth sailing in the south. <laughs> I'm thinking of the three S's, particularly one of them, when I think of the Utes. Smooth. 
smooth sailing in the South, man. Come on. How about Riley Nelson? We should cut that up. Riley Nelson says he can buy them winning the South, but he has a hard time buying them for the national playoff. Yeah, that's not surprising. I think that's where the majority of people are. Majority of whom? What people? We went through those bowl bids when like the first round of bowl predictions came out, and they're like eight major I'm not talking national about those websites. dongs out there who don't pay attention. <laughs> I mean, we get all you these, will, all these but guests. You get these big names, and they don't really know the programs. The guys who know the programs are Riley Nelson, Riley Jensen. The local people know the programs. You can get uh, whomever. He doesn't really know the program. He doesn't show up there. He doesn't talk to the coaches. So who cares what they think? I'm talking about the local folk. And the fact is, if you win the Pac-12, you should be considered for the national playoff. If you have a loss. If you have two, you're out. Nobody with two losses, and certainly not a Pac-12 well, team with two losses. Well, they have zero right now. So right now, maybe it changes in October and November, but right now Utah should be considered for the playoff. They are considered to dominate the South, which puts them one game away from winning the conference, which then they should be considered for the playoff. If not, Larry Scott and all his guys need to be canned. If, if the winner of the Pac-12 in September is not considered a potential playoff team, then we've got major problems, and I will not stand for it. Oh, good for you. All right. Of course they should be considered for the playoff in September. When they're the overwhelming favorite to have smooth sailing in the South? What is wrong with you? I predicted they'd go 10-2, and two, and I don't predict 10-2 and two teams going into the playoffs. But in September, they're not 10-2. and two. They are not. They are 2-0. and oh. Yes. So you're and they're s- going to be 3-0. and oh. So you're saying there's a chance. I thought we were going to Longquavius. No. Or Dwight. You want to talk to Dwight? <laughs> years, I will be retired, which means I will actually start working on my own stuff where I can give my full hearted effort and the results I produce will be for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's counting down the days to retirement. 15 Apparently. years to be retired. I don't know that I'll be retired in 15 years. Don't know that you won't be. I come from a line of folk who worked right to the end. There you go. That's, I think we need to do that. That's you all pu- I know. I think we need to do that. You push the end out further, too. I'm not interested in pushing the end out yeah. further. I'm wishing, I'm interested in having a high quality of life. When I the good Lord wants me, he's taken me. I'm not pushing anything. I'm pushing myself, and whatever happened, happened. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Team USA losing to France, 89-79 in the World Cup of Basketball quarterfinals. Donovan Mitchell had a team-high 29 points, but it wasn't enough. He went to the hoop late in the game while it was still close, and Rudy Gobert got the block. Gobert with 21 points, 16 rebounds, and three blocks. France advances to the semifinals. Major League Baseball, Dodgers clinched the National League West title for the seventh straight year by beating the Orioles 7-3. Padres beat the Cubs 9-8. Cubs with an error let in three runs early in the game. They rallied behind a couple home runs from Jason Hayward and Chris Bryant, but the Padres get the win. 
Astros, after scoring 21 and 15 runs in back-to-back games, give up 21 runs. Oakland beats Houston 21-7. RSL and the San Jose Earthquakes, Rio Tinto Stadium tonight. Critical Western Conference matchup at 7.30. Six games left in RSL's regular season. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Syringa Networks. Verizon customers, if you were recently notified that some of your telecommunication services will no longer be supported, contact Syringa Networks. Syringa is Utah's fastest-growing premier telecommunications provider. They've got a full range of services. Call them today at 385-420-7881. The number is 385-420-7881. That's Syringa Networks. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys Ready? Jordan Moore, he does sidelines for the USC broadcast. JT Daniels felt like a crushing blow in the season opener. And then Keaton Slovis came in, a true freshman who many were surprised was even able to rise up the depth chart and get the backup spot. You'd hear the way Graham Harrell would talk about him. It was praise of the highest order. As talented as any quarterback I've ever seen, kind of quotes. And you're like, whoa, he's saying this about somebody that everyone thought would be fourth on the depth chart. And then he went out there and just absolutely carved up Stanford, a team that USC's really had problems with for the last decade. It was just impressive to see an 18-year-old that officially made his first career start. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. We feel awful for Christian. You know, that's that's the thing that kind of resonates with me right now. Just, you know, he's, he's a special player, and um, it's a joy to watch him play every day. Um, That's Craig Council talking about Kristen Yelich. The 2019 season is over for Yelich. Fractured his kneecap with a foul ball. Not really the way you want things to go. I've seen guys foul stuff off the foot before and hop around, but a broken kneecap. Nasty. It is, yeah. He finishes with a pretty good year under his belt. Maybe not the uh, the massive year, but still uh, pretty solid for him. It was, yeah, big 97 ribbies. Plus, it was nude in the ESPN body thing, too. That's a big positive. I'll leave that line alone. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just move along. Moving along. The Dodgers win the West again seven straight years. I mean, it is for me. Big deal. Yeah. I was talking to a Dodger fan last night. He sends me a picture of the sun setting from the Manhattan Beach Pier, and he says, this represents the Diamondbacks in the NL West. The sun is setting on them. I said, that's sunset in May, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to rub it in. <laughs> And he said, oh, I want you to know, too, that this picture was taken tonight. And it's just, it's gorgeous. And I texted back, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, other stuff we've been talking about today. Uh, Clay Helton says he, uh, he feels the support from the school's administration. The school president reached out and told him, uh, love what you're doing. The staff, the players are so fun to watch Saturday. Yeah. Clay Allen's got nothing to worry about as Say long about as he stays Saturday undefeated. And next Friday, <laughs> right. and on and on. Just stay undefeated; nothing can go wrong. I would think that as the president, that's a step removed from you. You hire this lady hires an athletic director 
who will then make the decision. And then that person comes to you and says, this thing is going well. We continue it. We need to make a change, whatever. I don't think that I, I could be wrong. I don't think the president is going to be leading the charge to get rid of the football coach. No, there might be boosters who either go to the AD or go to the president. And they need to shut up. Okay, but they donate. You were just reading the story yesterday. They're donating literally tens of millions of dollars, and they don't tend to shut up. Well, they can yak. Doesn't mean you have to pay attention. If they take, if they, if they've already donated ten million, tens of millions of dollars, how much money do they have? They're just going to keep donating tens of millions of dollars. I already got your money. Thanks. Bye. Carl Sagan time, billions and billions. I don't know who Carl Sagan For USC, is. it's BYU and Utah, and then it's Washington and Notre Dame. So we'll see what kind of shape uh, Clay Helton and the Trojans are in after they get through these well, next four gonna games. he's going to have to win. I mean, he got, when he got the job, though, I don't care who's in charge. That job is about winning and winning big. And if you don't do that, you're out the door. He knew that. Think he'll get run at 9-3? and three? If this freshman plays like this the whole season, I wouldn't. Yeah, but you're rational. Sometimes we see irrational. Five and seven last year. I know, but sometimes we see irrational behavior among you know. Yeah, but I know. Call sports powers. You didn't ask them. You asked. You said, "Do you think?" And I gave you the answer, and then you argue with me. I learned it from watching you. All right, it's really quite effective. Well, then why don't you be nice? Because surely you've learned that from watching me. I have been nice, but then you mock me for being nice. You've never been controversial to anyone. No, what was the one yesterday? You've never been. Offensive. Uh, offensive. Decent human being? (laughs) (laughs) To anybody who can't give you something? I think that's what I said. All right. Got to find somebody who's going to send me those Greek islands you're going to go visit. I'm in on that. And don't text me when I'm there with some stupid stats. And another thing. That's going to bug me. All right, we've been talking this morning about what you're going to do. BYU and Boise State have now signed a contract through 2034. you got uh, five years left on the original 12-year deal, and they've signed for another 10. Which I think Boise State fans have uh, I've read some stuff there about, you know, they want bigger-time opponents and all that, and I think BYU's a high-end opponent for them, getting them up there on the blue turf. Well, plus they'll They're, bring fans. Absolutely. They'll bring fans and put them in there. All sorts of you people up there. And Boise State doesn't have to schedule 12 games like the Y, but the Mountain West is playing eight conference games, so you schedule four games a year, and they're not going to get four games better than BYU. So they might as well lock that deal down. Yeah, and who knows what conferences you can't cancel them. or conference they are playing in. Yep. Maybe it's a conference game. I mean, a bunch of them are in September, which you don't think they have the opportunity to play those games if you're in a conference. So you can, can if you get into a conference, you can or BYU or Boise changes conferences, or there's a new conference, and they're in separate conferences. You can play them still and have your other schedule, conference schedule, or you can play them as part of a conference schedule. Several options on the table, but it is wise, and I, and I think home, Tom has to do this. He's not going to be there. I was joking with him yesterday about where he's going to be. In 2034, 15 years down the road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, right. it won't be AD at BYU. Right. But he has... he already has... done 15? Uh, it's ha- getting close to it. Yeah, yeah he's because... right about there. Yeah. That's right about where he... Because he had that time when there was co-acting, interim, whatever yeah, the title was. Yeah, I think was. that counts, but yeah. Yeah. He was over fo- he's been over football all this time. Right. 
He wanted to so, call, he wanted to hire Kyle. If he were there for the end game, then he'd be into Chris Hill outrageous tenure. And, and Chris got started in his thirties. Tom right. didn't. Um, but Tom owes it to the university to schedule as if they're not going to be in a conference. Yeah, that's their only choice. And I'm sure all these contracts have you know certain outs, and they can get out if they join a conference. And like you said, sometimes those non-league games turn into league games because of who you join. Yeah, is it this... would stand to reason with BYU their schedule so varied right now that somebody who's on their schedule going forward would be in whatever conference they join. Oh yeah, they're, they're playing gonna... such a. Well, they'll play Notre Dame in a conference game. <laughs> Think big, man. Think big. <laughs> BYU, Notre Dame, and three service academies, the basis of the no. new <laughs> the no. new league going no, forward. BYU, Notre Dame, SC, Oklahoma. Ohio State, Michigan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alabama. You're thinking it's, a truly national yeah, yeah. powerhouse conference. Well, I, yeah, they, Notre Dame draws from wherever. And, you know, BYU can extend the net here and there, too. So, yeah, think big. But BYU's got to win some of those games now. Against Boise, you're speaking of two specifically? And, two and five That's in the last seven years. Two and seven all time, going back to include the two games with Holmo in 0304, or with um, Gary Croton in 0304. And that's not nearly good enough. I mean, you view yourself as, okay, you know, you were the kings of the WAC and the kings of the Mountain West. Uh-huh. And yeah, Pac 12 schools have advantages, but Boise doesn't have that money and doesn't have that brand name when they recruit. And yet they're winning way more than they're losing. Absolutely, yeah, I totally agree with you. They've got to find ways to win. Got to close the gap. And what is the motto this year? Prove it in the prove. Yes, I like it. Well, you should. You came up with it. Well, it's even better when you say it. You (laughs) you have a better uh, way of presenting stuff like that. Prove it in the prove. Yeah. Win some home games. Yeah. Reward the season ticket holders. Take down USC, Washington, Boise State, some combination thereof. Oh, that would be phenomenal. Well, sweep? Yeah, I don't think any of us are projecting that, but... But they're 0-1 at home. They have not played well at home. They have not won games, these big games. They've won. It's funny, but, you know, I know Jay Drew was all over that in the Kalani interview on Monday. Uh, I haven't looked, but it's probably posted by now about uh, doing uh, well at home. But you look at their big wins, and I was there for the Arizona one in, in Glendale. I was there for the Arizona one in Tucson. Tucson. I was there for the one in... Uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Yak was there for Tennessee. You got to start, and that's great. But they came home and lost to Cal, and they came home and lost to UCLA. But give your home fans something exactly. to jump up and down about. Give the sixty thousand people <laughs> at LES, a and not to and not just that, but you got the northern northern Illinois and UMass debacle they've had to endure. I yeah. think and they went in expecting a W and that. didn't get it. I think the program is back on the footing to get past that. Uh, but this year, I, I think the, you know, you, you should be beating Idaho State and Liberty for sure. But Boise, you should be beating them. Who did they just play last week? It was a very low score. It was like 14 to 7. Who was it? I watched the game and I can't remember. Marshall. It was Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Marshall. They like, had the nice win. They were Florida green State, uniforms. Florida State leaded uh, Louisiana Timbuktu. Louis, Louisiana Monroe took him to overtime and yeah, should have beaten him. Right. 45 to 44. So, you know, that was watered down a little bit. 
Uh, and then the Marshall thing, you didn't score well, and you're known for that. So uh, to me, this year, you you have got to get these guys. By that time, Zach Wilson will have had a slew of starts. Tyson Williams, you'll know exactly what you've got there with him, you know, because that's well into the season. If this was Zach's first year, I might say otherwise, but it's not. At that point, it'll be the middle. He'll have he'll have been the starter for over a year. And so you you got to get that. And then overall, prove it in the Prove, man. you got to give the home folks some victories for them to celebrate, and you just can't be Ohio State and Liberty. Mississippi State would be Kalani's big home win. I have to go back and look at it all, all yeah. of them, man. Yeah. I remember That's that double overtime game, but I don't remember anything better than that. Toledo was a was a that was thrilling a game. 55-53, yeah. on and on, up and down the field. Yeah. thousand yards and all that stuff. Right. Nobody could get a stop. Right. Uh, we talked to uh, Riley Jensen this morning and Riley Nelson about uh, how in the world do you slow down USC? And everybody, Lincoln Kennedy was on too, and they all went to, well, you know, you got game tape on a quarterback now, and maybe you can see something, and you got to get a little bit of a pass rush. You can't let him just drop back three steps, plant the foot, and throw, because if he does that, he's more accurate, he's going to get into rhythm. And I just wonder if they can get Tyson Williams going a little bit too, and maybe play a little keep away with the ball. They have not been good at that the first two weeks. They haven't run that many plays in either of the first two games. So you want them to slow the slope? Sure. <laughs> it's better if I just play along. Prove it in the prove by slowing the slow. You gotta slow the slow. Yes, you do. Right? You do. What's his last, last name? It's Kidon Slovis. His last name is Slovis, like right. Clovis, the suburb of Fresno. Yeah. Except it's an S, not a C. So slow the slow. A lot of big time athletes coming out of Clovis. That's just a great expression right there. Slow the slow the slow. Yeah. <laughs> you need to cre- I'm going to create two hashtags you got, on your account here in just a ha- second. Hashtags, yuck. Let's make some cash right here. It's Wednesday. We can make some t shirts. We can be selling them Prove out at the tailgate probe. Saturday. Are people going to tailgate before 130 game Saturday? Yes, they will. They should. Why not? Yeah. Have that Cougar Canyon deal. Why not? On. All right. Let's go. It's so supposed to be gorgeous weather. Make some. Uh, Absolutely. It's a big day in Provo. Absolutely, man. Low make, 80s. make some t shirts up. Get down there and make some money, Yak. Don't try selling them on LES property, though. I can tell you that will not go well. Sit, well stand across the street, the street there, right? Stand on the corner. Street, you know that sidewalk? gas station yeah, right everybody there? Knows oh, that, the right? gas station. Yeah, over there. yeah, nice. Yeah, that's where you do it. That's where you sell it. Everybody's been there. Yeah, it's just uh, across the street from the Coog. So you slow the slow. Slow the slow. Yeah. That's the motto for the. I defy anybody. And we'll hit this again tomorrow because this is brilliant. I don't want to just save it for the last 15. Because I, I, obviously, I have more than 15 minutes of fame. I'm PK. The 7 a.m. hour listeners deserve this genius. That's what you're saying. And six? Slow the slow. <laughs> That's freaking brilliant. Take it the rest of the way. I'm done. DJ PK, we are brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. 
This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Ryan Leaf, host of uh, Believe in Pac-12 football on the Believe Podcast Network. The conference, I believe, it, from top to bottom, is as competitive as any conference out there. And they just beat the hell out of each other and cannibalize one another. And it's not an excuse. My biggest qualm about the Pac-12 right now is the, their inability to win the games they're supposed to win. That they can't lose. You know, UCLA can't lose to Cincinnati. They can't lose to San Diego State. You know, Oregon State and Arizona can't lose to Hawaii. That stuff can't happen. Uh, That's why I like that Utah is so highly ranked right now, and they continue to go up if they keep winning because they need to be in the conversation when the college football playoff committee starts putting out their picks. Otherwise, the Pac-12 just will not get noticed. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Feedback of the day is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $359 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 9999 South State Street or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Time for your feedback, all the stuff you think about today's show. You've been on Facebook. You've been tweeting at us. The question of the day, BYU and Boise State sign now through 2034. They will continually play football annually, bouncing back and forth between Lavelle Edwards Stadium and the Blue Turf in Broncoland. Where are you going to be in 2034 when this all wraps up? You've got Kyle Whittingham watching his son Alex, yeah. the future head coach of the Cougars. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if you get this right, that'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but you threw Austin Angel out there. 15 years. You that threw Austin Angel at one point, and that didn't yeah. work. There's something that yeah. I can't say about Austin. I'm but sure. Yeah. Uh, but you have to predict, changed. <laughs> but you have to predict a lot of things going forward to get that right in 15 years. What do you I mean, mean? There's mul- well, there's multiple. Over 15 years, there's a lot of things that can change. It can make a prediction of wrong. I mean, you could go to one or two specific to him. But, I mean, you knew when you made that prediction, he'd always have the opportunity, if Danny stayed in the NBA, to be in the NBA. And they come out to Summer League, and they're sitting right next to each other. And he's locked into a good NBA gig. Stuff happens. And there's other stuff than that. but the, uh, Stuff off the field, yeah. Uh... That changed that prediction. So, where will you be? Ron says, I'll be 77, and I'll be cheering for Alex and BYU, even though I'm a Ute fan, because Max Hall will be the Boise coach in 2034. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny, Ron. That was good. Max is coaching like high school, some uh, charter school down in the East Valley. American Leadership Academy or something like that. Yeah. Huge Shasta trailer, longtime listener to the show, sure. often tweets, yeah. I'll be 75. I'll be living in a condo on St. Thomas and celebrating the 10th anniversary of Utah canceling the rivalry out of mercy after a 72-7 <laughs> beatdown rang up 14 in a row in 2024. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, if you're going to go 72, you might as well go zero. <laughs> Bill says, hopefully I'm with PK on his yacht and DJ's there with his big TV. Oh, yeah, that's a That'd perfect combo. We'll just be watching games all day long. On a Saturday? Halftime, everybody into the water. Let's oh, go. Oh, would that not be <laughs> Would awesome? that be perfect? I'm going to cool off. Ah, I've cooled off. Side here. I'm pruning up. Third quarter's kicking TV. off. Back on the yacht. Let's go. You do have a big TV. I got a big TV. TV. Yeah, you do have a big well, TV. I don't anymore. I did at the time. When I bought it, it was a big TV, but TVs continue to get bigger. 
Oh, yeah, I know. But I at, have this, a 50. at this point, it'll go like the whole side of the yacht. <laughs> I have a 55-inch TV. <laughs> and when I bought them, I was like, that's enormous. And now you walk through Costco, and the 80-inch TV is the small one. I got a 129-inch TV. What am I going to do with a TV that's 10 feet across? Put it, Put it on the side the of the yacht? Of course. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. No, I was listening. Uh, Scotty put out that thing to read about the 9-11. And obviously, today's the 18th anniversary. And they were talking about looking at stuff that uh, was on television and what was big then. And they because they're speaking now, looking back. Yeah. And they're talking about how, you know, how, how much better things are now than just in the 18 years ago uh, for television. And you can only imagine what it's going to be like 15 years from now. If improvement continues to be made, which likely would, you know, wh- what are we going to have electronically available? My grandmother, when she was uh, in her late 70s, was talking about how she remembered as a little kid, having grown up in San Diego, dirt roads downtown and horses and buggies on the street. And that then she lived to see the moon landing. And she thought technologi- technologically, that was this massive leap. And she passed away right before cell phones took off. And when I was first a cell phone, I remember being at my kid's soccer practice, probably in the third grade or whatever. And the coach, we were talking about something. He said, let me look it up on the internet. I'm like, what? He had the internet on his phone, but I still had a flip phone. And he's like, yeah, so I got you looked the, up some soccer I got scores? the web. I got the web. No, I think we were talking about movies, actually. Oh. It was random. But oh. whatever. Um, yeah, so he's looking up stuff on his phone. I'm thinking, you can get the web on your phone? Now, we're, not, now we're all watching video on Not R-rated phone. movies, right? Of course not, okay. PK. There is an image to protect. Okay. okay, 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 got it. Just want to make sure. I really have no idea. Probably not. He's a pretty classy guy. <laughs> if it was me, so, if it was so, me, probably. Oh, so if you go to R-rated movies, you're not classy. <laughs> no, look at me. <laughs> How have you oh, built yeah. this built this bogus image of being the guy next door? Very carefully. Skin language, people getting blown away, violence, nudity, language. Crap, yeah. WTF? Not very classic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, DJ and PK, we're out of here. Coming up next, Tony Austin on their way. We'll see you.